What's going on, everybody? It is another episode of Should I Play That with Chris and Rod. What's going on, everybody? What's up, Rod? How you doing, man? Good, man. Good. We we made it. We're here. We're finally... We're, we're Yo, episode 50. It's been almost a whole year mm-hmm. of episode after episode, you know, staying consistent. And, you know, it's... It's fun. Like this is like this is this journey has been really fun. I've uh, you know learned so much over this last year. So uh, more than like I've learned. Well, honestly, more, well, yeah, honestly, more than I've learned over the like what almost nine years we've been podcasting. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, just making the push to like make this product great not saying that we weren't doing that before but this time i feel like we have the right ingredients the right like the right fire behind this you know this project that you know this is this is going to be something something great and what's what's getting me is that like i get people to say chris your podcast i like it like it's you know it has like a nice flow I like what you're doing and like to, in my head I'm like dang like every week I'm like yo I messed this up I messed mm-hmm. this up I have to be greater but you know it's always good to hear from people it's always good to hear from the you know the day ones y'all mm-hmm. know who you are we appreciate you and uh, you know thank you for being along the ride thank you for being uh, there to like lift my spirits whenever I wasn't really like feeling behind myself but you know. I want to thank you. And then also, Rod, I shout you out all the time, man. Like, more than you ever know. If you ever, like, feel, like, you know, like a surge of energy coursing through you for no reason, <laughs> that's me out there in the universe blessing your name, saying, yo, Rod, that's my guy right there. Like, couldn't, couldn't do this without him. Oh, man. I that You flatter me Far too much because we both know there would be literally zero show without you. I'm sure we'll we'll get into that later as well. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I I the feeling is mutual for sure. Thank you, man. Thank you. So, um, episode fifty, we're gonna you know we're still gonna do our watch from playing. We're still gonna do our you know news bit, and then we're sort of gonna kick back mm-hmm. for our topic, which is gonna be about the show. Just sort of like you know like just sort of basically what i just did then just you know reminiscing talking about stuff uh what we want to do in the future and once again we want to hear from you guys so um let's go ahead and jump into uh, what you've been playing so rod for the 50th time (laughs) what you've been playing man you know you would think that I have something a bit more momentous than this. And maybe this is just on brand <laughs> for me as well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just been playing Overwatch, actually. I, no, that's, that's on brand for you. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I have not had a chance to really get into anything new. I mean, I'll, I'll cut myself a little bit of slack because the past two weeks, I've completed like six games, like I think literally six games. Um, so I'll give myself a wait, little bit. Six games and like how, like in the span of what, like a month, right? Uh, I guess in Showtime that would be like two weeks, but realistically, yeah, probably like three ish weeks. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, which is still kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling decent about that because like when January started, like I, I wasn't sure what I was going to finish, if anything at all. And I just like blitzed through like six things, um, which was cool. But now it's like I am kind of taking a breather, uh, doing life things. And, you know, I have, I, I keep popping Resident Evil 2 kind of in and out. And, uh, I, I'm, I've not really, gotten any further than i was last week when i talked about it um you know I was like, damn mike would be disappointed right now i know he was somewhere i thought about him too the other you know like the second time i like took the game out i was like man this guy right here is definitely hating me right now um but yeah you know the game is is really really good i just i usually start it way too late at night and i just i can't like stay up for it and i'm at a part literally right now where i just ran into mr x that's where i stopped um kind of as as we talked about last week and you know trying to find a way around that guy is just so annoying after like one at one o'clock in the morning and it's like i've had i've had a really long day i just don't have time for this so like i I basically kind of veg out a little bit with Overwatch, which is nice. You know, I pop out a team chat, something I probably shouldn't like openly admit. Um, but <laughs> you know, I, I really like doing that. You know, friend of the show, Atlanta, we play together, uh, quite a bit. And if not, I enjoy solo queuing as well. So, um, it's been really, really fun doing that. And, um, yeah, there's been a lot of things going on in Overwatch lately. I mean, not only is the league coming back. I'll say, but... yeah, let us let us know what's going on in the world of Overwatch, man. Yeah, so they've got the league coming back. As of this recording, it'll be out in like another day, I think. Um, maybe the day that you're actually hearing this, um, it will be uh, pretty much back on, which is crazy because it felt it feels like it just went away, like a mid to late September. Yeah. Are they still doing, you know, the home matches in the home cities? Yes, yes. So that is the that's the big change this year is that they are doing homestead games, which means that they're going to be actually playing in the cities uh, that these these teams are actually from. So the way that they're doing is interesting because I wasn't quite sure what it was going to be like, like if it's going to be like a football game or basketball game or whatever, where like you know. Every single team is playing in like some in their home, uh, their their stadium or the opposing team stadium. Like I thought it was yeah. going to be like that, but no. It turns out that um, one city is genuinely just they're just going to host like a weekend. Well, two cities are going to host simultaneously. So this weekend it's going to be um, I want to it's going to be Dallas. And it's going to be China. I think it's China. Um, um. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's a lot. It might not be China. It's it's definitely another one. It's it's Dallas and someone, something else. I'll, I'll definitely look that up. But it's okay. it's it's definitely two cities. And Oh, you mean? Oh, I get it. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Not. yeah no, actually, you're right about that, because the, they actually Blizzard just announced that they canceled like all their China matches. Uh, because of the coronavirus. So, um, that's, that's a thing that's happened. So it's not China. You're right. <laughs> it's definitely not. Um, okay. New York and Dallas, excuse me. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So we they, need, as I say, we need to figure out the Atlanta dates and, you know, 
find a way to you know check out those uh, those tapings. Yeah, no, I, I really do think that we should do that because we missed out on the last one, but it was so it sounded so cool that like I genuinely am interested in checking out like whenever they do it in Atlanta. Atlanta is not playing for like the I, I want to say like week three or four or something. They're not playing till like later. Um, oh, on hmm. yeah. So it's weird. So what they're doing is that they're stag- they're staggering the matches. So essentially, what will happen is that on uh, February eighth. They there will be one game at uh, 1 p.m. and then in New York, and then the next game is going to be at four, and then the next game in um and this is Eastern time, and then I want to say, oh what is it? They alternate games like that. So I think the New York game is like one, the Dallas game is like four, and then there's a New York game at like seven. Or something like that. So it's like it alternates between the cities. So it's like it's it's weird, but it like I guess it will work. I, I'm not sure what they'll do like in between if they're just gonna cast like in the other city as like if they're gonna cast the Dallas game in New York like as the Dallas one is going on uh, because it will be like how you know you can only watch one at a time like it won't be both simultaneously. Mm, okay. Um, right. So it's kind of. Weird, but like I, I think I get what they're trying to do, and it's a way to kind of have these homestead games matter and kind of have them be in multiple places at once, and not just feel like the whole league is in one city for a weekend. Um, so I think that was the way to kind of alleviate that. Uh, so that's happening. The league is definitely glowing up in that way, which is neat. But they are they have lost a lot of casters for reasons. Um, not entirely sure how yet or why, but that's that's happening. Um, as we discussed last week as well. They are moving to YouTube TV. No idea if that was a part of it um, in any way, shape, or form, but but that's interesting. A lot of changes coming with the heroes. I won't bore everybody with like the, all the balance changes and things, but I will say that one of the most interesting things is that uh, Diva got boosters to three seconds on cooldown, which is crazy. It it definitely increases her viability as a as an off tank. Um, she can kind of get in and out much more quickly um and Arissa continues to get the nerf hammer hard um and i would say hate to see it yeah i hate to see it um some would say you actually love to see it because no more (laughs) double shields um um, and then mccree can actually move 360 degrees in his ult which is a big game changer for him Mm. so it makes him even more dangerous while he's ulting um but beyond the balance changes, I think the more interesting things for people, for, especially for people who don't play Overwatch, I think this is more palatable, is there are going to be hero pools in Overwatch now. And, and, what, and Rod, what's, what's a hero pool? So hero pools are basically, it's a nice way of saying hero bans, essentially. So a lot of people have been complaining about like, oh, I hate Doofus. I hate Moira. I hate, you know, a widow or whatever. For whatever reason, people don't like certain heroes. They think that they kind of break the game, break up the flow, or maybe they just don't like the double shield meta, which has been pretty uh, prominent up to this point. So, and double shield meta is is basically where you have two tanks who uh, primarily have shields as main uh, uh, defensive weapons. Like that would be Sigma, Reinhardt, Orisa, characters like that. Uh, to a lesser extent, maybe Winston, but not as much because you don't move the shield with Winston. Um, but 
what that means is that it makes it really t- uh, difficult to break through. You have to you have to play kind of a certain way to kind of get past that meta. So a lot of people have complained about this for various reasons, and they don't want certain characters to be played. So Blizzard has, instead of you know continuing to kind of balance the game, that's something else that a lot of people have been complaining about is that Blizzard is not keeping up with the balance changes. They've decided to implement this hero pool system, which means that once uh, or yeah, so for one whole week of competitive play, um, you uh, Blizzard will dictate a specific hero to be banned uh, for that whole week. It will be one tank, one support, and two DPS characters. Um, and I think what they'll do is that they'll at the beginning of the next season, this will occur. I want to say for two weeks they'll analyze like the play data. And after that two weeks, they will choose to uh, ban a hero uh, based on like play rate. So if somebody gets picked all the time, then that's who's getting banned. Uh, and it's going to be this. They're going to translate that to the league as well, with I think slightly different rules. But um, but yeah. So I don't love this idea. I don't love this idea, and the reason why is because I don't think that. Banning heroes is really conducive to, I think, what the, the core of what Overwatch is. Like, like the playability wise, I just don't think that that's how this game is meant to be played. It, Overwatch is meant to be adaptable. It's meant to be, it's meant to be fluid. It's meant to be something that constantly is changing. Um, and just by putting a hard stop on certain characters, I just don't think that's the way to do it like you're limiting the way like some people are i know one tricks are like a you know that's a pejorative that's like that's not a good thing you know that that's seen by the community but at the same time in my opinion it's like that's maybe just that's a person's favorite character maybe that's the person that they're best with they really like to play the game as this person and maybe they're really good at them no matter how annoying a character is or how irritating they are like i just there are always ways around a character. If you're tired of Doomfist, pick May. If you're tired of uh, uh, Moira, pick um, pick maybe Genji or some somebody who can't really get away from her as much. Like uh, Winston is a decent pick as well. Like against her, like there are ways that you can counter these heroes. Like there's 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 no. I don't really feel like there's someone who's just straight up overpowered. That's how I feel about it. Uh, Chris, do you have any? thoughts about this um yeah i was i was about to uh jump in um i could see why they want to do this i'm surprised they didn't do the thing where um a team would like the like a team would choose who gets banned right you know you you know i think um dota does that yeah so stuff like that um i think uh and this doesn't affect like quick play right no no not yet anyway so I think Blizzard's sort of like testing this out right now. I don't really see it sticking because I feel like they did enough with forcing, you know, the two DPS. I think it was what, two DPS, two healers and one tank now? There, that was the rumor, but they're sticking to two, two, two for right now. Okay. Yeah. I feel like they, I feel like they, they did enough with like enforcing that. Like it's right. giving like set roles for a team that's making it more, um, I guess more uniform 
you know, you have specific roles for each player. So, um, I, I agree. Like I can see that this is like, it's, it's sort of tearing off that line. It's, it's going past that line of, all right, Blizzard, you're doing too much. Chill. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it, it just, it seems like a bandaid to the, to the problem when what they need to do is just, Go ahead and suture that 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 thing up, and 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 with like balance changes, and continue changing the game and the meta because people, to me, they're listening to the fans like entirely too much, and yeah. I think there's there's a point because this is this came about because people complained enough. That's why this is happening. This didn't just come about. You know what they should people. do? They just need to buff everyone. Forget nerfing. <laughs> buff everyone. Buff everyone. Right. Um. Yeah. Give Doomfist everything. No cooldowns. Fuck it. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So for me, it's just it, it's not it's not a good it's not a good solution. Of course, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to continue playing the game, of course, and and we'll see what happens with it. But you know, I don't want it to. I definitely don't want it to be a point of making the game less fun because sometimes I like I'm the type of player. I'm not a one trick. Like I'm the type of player that. You know, I have an itch to play a certain character on any given day, um, much less any given week. So, you know, I might say, I feel like playing some Reaper tonight. Well, Reaper's banned. Okay, well, what about Tracer? I really love Tracer. Well, it turns out Tracer got picked a lot in the last two weeks, and now you can't play her either. It's like, well, shit, those are the two characters I really like to play as, and, and I'm really feeling right now. I feel like they're going to do this for a season to get people to play as other characters, to sort <laughs> yeah, of open yeah. to open up, like, new metas. I think that's what they're trying to do. Yes, and that's something that I think Jeff Kaplan said, like, in the developer uh, commentary, like every, every time they release new modes and things like this, they have this developer talk with Jeff Kaplan talking to the screen for like 10, 15 minutes. And that's something that he literally said, actually. So that's a good point. And I think that you're absolutely right. Like that's, that's the goal is to get the people to play different heroes, characters. And like you said, create new metas. Um, and I think you could do that, but you can also do that by introducing either a, more characters, which is not something that, which is something that's been kind of slowing down as of late and people have not been openly happy with like who they've been introducing. Or you do that with, again, balance changes. Like I just don't think getting rid of a character entirely is, is a great idea. I feel like that's a bit, I don't like using this criticism when it comes to game development, but it feels like it feels a little thoughtless. I wanted, I almost said lazy, but I don't want to say lazy. I know that Blizzard and all these game developers work really, really hard, so I don't want to use that, uh, that, that, uh, I, I don't want to use that descriptor, but, um, but it, it just feels like that's not the direction that it should go in to me. That's, that's fair enough, man. I mean, like you said, like they, they, they're, you know, they put in a lot of work. I guess they, I guess they're at a crossroads right now. They they sort of want to see how they can sort of shift things up a little bit. And yeah. hey, like this is them shaking things up. Yeah, it is. It's them trying. Can't say they didn't try. Yep. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for me on my end of things. Chris, what you been playing? Oh man. So um, it's been a long week for me so haven't been able to play too much um i've played a couple of phone games here and there actually i do want to shout out this one game i played over the past day or two it is called it's called PictoQuest. it's on ios hmm. um it's roughly two or three dollars 
and it is a puzzle game. You know, who would have thought SSG Blackout playing a puzzle game? <laughs> but uh, it's it's interesting. It's like a mix of think uh, Sudoku, but instead of like trying to get the numbers, you know, uh, like one, two, three, four, five across the board on the sides, like on the um, like the edges, you'll have yeah. just a number. And the number, it'll either have like one number or it'll have two numbers. If it's one number, it's like how many on that row is actually filled in. If yeah. it's two numbers, it's like, all right, if it's like a two and a three, it's like, all right, there's, you know, two blocks that are together and then there's three blocks that are together. So you sort of have to figure out mm-hmm. where is where with that, you know, that grid going on. Yeah. And uh, eventually, you know, you fill everything in and it turns into a picture. That actually sounds really cool. Yeah, so I've been um I've been you know playing that here and there you know scratching scratching my head a little bit but um it is like I said two three dollars um no microtransactions uh you you know you you basically just you know you're paying for the game you're playing the game and it's it's fun um is it available think, via Apple Arcade no I actually bought the game it's just, oh, wow. just buy, yeah you can just buy it um Apple Arcade they've they put out a couple of games I've downloaded a couple of them um. Some of them are like just multiplayer games, and like I feel a certain type of way of playing multiplayer games on my phone because normally if I'm playing a game on my phone, it's you know I'm picking it up for like maybe at least a minute or two, and I don't want to be invested in like a match or something mm-hmm. because I'll have to like put my phone away or something like that. So, right, right. Um, but they have been you know they're still releasing games. Um, I'm still subscribed to Apple Arcade because I feel like there's enough games. That have came out that I still want to play, mm-hmm. so it's sort of like it's adding that value every right. every month. Right, right, right. Um, let me think. Anything else? I've started playing um like Dragon Ball Legends again. You know, I'm still scratching that Dragon Ball Z itch that I got from uh, playing Kakarot uh, last <laughs> month. So I'm yeah, I got me to you know re-download this game. Uh, Dragon Ball Legends. It's a it's a, it's like a card fighter gotcha game. Uh, oh so, man, not not again. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the game does enough where you could just sort of play it and not have to spend any money on anything. Uh, it does actually it does a really good job of like uh, having like enough events, having like these, uh, having like a story mode where um, it's and it's like its own like separate story that's built into the game so like it's not like oh you know dragon ball z all over again it's like there's a um like a a a tournament that's going on but it's like a like it's time-based so like it's not time-based but it's like pulling like characters from like from different time periods right so you have like saiyan saga vegeta you have uh uh, Goku from, uh, Dragon Ball Super, um, and then, like, the main character of the game, uh, Shallot, he's from, he's, like, a Saiyan from, like, the ancient times. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, you're playing as him, uh, trying to get through this tournament, trying to figure out why there's a tournament and everything. Uh, you have, like, the God of Destructions there. Uh, just a little bit of everything. Like, it's, it's really interesting. So, um, since I haven't played in a while, like, they've, uh, release chapters just over time. So I'm really behind. So just over time, like I'll, you know, do a couple of story, uh, boards and then, 
of course, since this is you know uh, a phone game, you have your energy. So like certain story bits will use up energy, some will use more. And you know once you know once I'm done, I'm like, all right, cool, and just you know go back to Twitter or something like that. So uh, I've been playing that, and then uh, of course still playing Temtem. Um, you know, talked about it last week a little bit. It is a early, re- early was it early release? Is that what they call them? Yeah, I think it's yeah. an early release. Yeah, yeah, early release. Um, it is a monster collecting game. You know, akin to you know Pokemon. Like it's heavily influenced by Pokemon. Uh, but they make some changes that you know I like. Uh, you know the all the battles are two v two. Um. What else is pretty big? Instead of having each individual move having its own energy, you just have like a stamina bar so that you can't like spam your moves all the time. You have to like watch your stamina. And then if you use too much stamina, your Pokemon will hurt itself and then it can't attack the next turn. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's a bit of strategy in it. Um, I like that this game doesn't have, um, like random chances. So there's no critical hits. Uh, there's no, you know, accuracy. So. You don't have any moves that are like one hit kill or no moves that, you know, have a uh, high chance of missing. Like everything hits um, your status effect hits and they, they last like two turns. So it's not random on how many turns a Pokemon's asleep or Apple. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, not, <laughs> it's, it's, it's normally like two or three. And like it's it's, you know, the like the gameplay just feels fresh. And that's what I like. And there's like a nice degree of difficulty to it. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm, they call them dojos in this game. I think my, my, I mean, I know I finished my second one. I think I'm on my way to the third one. Like I'm looking for the dojo master or something like that. But yeah, like, um, the game is just, it's, it's difficult because I don't feel like all of my Temtem are overpowered, like in the newer Pokemon games. So I have to do the old school, hey, I want to level up these, you know, Temtem. I need them, need to have them at the beginning of my party so that I can fight with them. Um, there is an item that's like, sort of like the experience share, but it's only for one Pokemon. Not, oh shit, I did it again. Dude, only Nintendo's coming for you. They are coming <laughs> for you. It's for one Temtem. Um, but yeah, like it's, like I said, it's refreshing because I'm in a new land. Uh, I have to learn like matchups all over again. I have to, um, like everything is just fresh and new. Uh, and oh, and the rival in this game, he's a dick. I get it back to like asshole rivals. Uh, what's cool is this rival. He's actually like a, a good, I don't, I'm not gonna say a good trainer, but like he has, he has powerful Pokemon. Ah! Powerful Temtem. <laughs> hey, yeah. Pikachu is about to come electrocute you, man. I'm gonna get bitch slapped <laughs> by by his Temtems. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So, like I was saying, his Temtem are actually pretty powerful. Uh, I I want to say the first time you fight him, I think is designed for you to lose to him. I mean, so if anyone wants to fact check that and say, hey, you know, beat the rival first first time. Let me know. Oh, that's that's amazing. But past that, when you see him, um, I was able to beat him my second time. But you, you know, he's he shows up in a point where like 
I like once he like popped up on the screen, I was thinking, damn, I should have totally known that I'm in this vulnerable spot and, you know, not even just a vulnerable spot, but like a spot that a rival will show up and want to battle. So, you know, that happens and his Temtem were just like strong. So, you know, I was able to like pump through a bunch of revives, use a bunch of potions and I was able to win, but a lot of people told me that they lost that second battle and the game actually keeps going. Like it doesn't just like stop and say, Oh, you know, you ran, you ran to your Temtem center. Like, no, like you're the, the rival sits there, calls you a loser. And then like the person that's like over there with you is like, Oh wow. You just got your ass whooped. <laughs> Let me heal your temptem. Right, and you just right. Keep going. And keep going, which is cool, and that is unique. It, it's it's amazing. It strikes me as interesting that you know you have mentioned like you know, hey, this this thing is so fresh when it seems to crib so hard from Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, even in like the description of the game, it's like, hey, like we pull like this is like a Pokemon. The game is inspired by Pokemon, so. Like yeah, it's, inspired. It's, it's heavily quoted. Yeah, yeah, so it's not. No, it's not. It's definitely not shy about like you know it being inspired by it. But like it's, uh, you know, I love the art style. The um, the game runs pretty. It, it, so when the game first released, uh, of course, with it being online only, um, the servers were trash. Like no one was able to log in. But uh, once I decided to, because I picked up the game maybe like a day or two after a release. Um, by then servers were fixed. Um, the developers, they, you know, they're on Twitter. They have like some discord servers. Like they, they really like open with like, Hey, you know, the servers about to go down. We're about to roll out another patch mm-hmm. patch gets rolled out. Hey, this is what we fixed. So, um, you know, I, I see good things happening. Like I'm, I'm really excited for the future of this game, of this franchise. And, I guess we could sort of roll into our news bit. Yeah. Um, and sort of like piggybacking off of my, what you've been playing. Um, we're going to talk about how there's a, there was a massive band wave on Temtem. So essentially the developers of Temtem, Crema, they, you know, they found out there's like an exploit going on in the game. So, you know, this isn't like, you know, like a small exploit. Like, apparently it was like a big exploit. But instead of going out saying, hey, like this was the exploit, they went ahead and just banned all the people that are doing it because it wasn't a, you know, hey, you know, I'm sort of grinding out this person to like get extra experience. Apparently it was like a, a exploit where like you couldn't argue that you weren't cheating. That type <laughs> of thing. Okay. So, yeah, so they basically, like, went through uh majority of the user accounts and looked to see if, you know, if you were using that exploit. And if you were, they banned your account. Like, Instaban. Jesus, like, just scorched, ban. scorched Earth style. Scorched Earth, no tape backs. Like, mm-hmm. you're done. You're done, son. Mm-hmm. And I think that's cool. I I applaud them for having a backbone for this type of thing. Right. Like they're not, you know, it's not just like for like a few days or a week. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like they're, you're banned. So, uh, you know, this game is online, you know, it is, uh, you know, a, a, dare say what 
the uh, what Pokemon Sword and Shield should have been with their online, where like while you're playing, you see other players running around. You could do co-op with other players. Um, so like it's you're in a you're in an online world where if you start um, exploiting the game, it's just gonna ruin it for everybody else. Mm. So I I applaud them. I I applaud this developer for you know. Sticking to the guns, getting rid of the cheaters, and saying, hey, deal with it, you cheated. Yeah, I mean, when you put it like that, honestly, that makes a ton of sense. Like, I mean, yeah, too many too many times developers will either not care at all or, yeah, like you said, the, the punishment will be not harsh at all. Um, and, and it's not really – it's not really going to affect the actual cheater, and they're, they're, it's not going to deter them from doing it again. When it's like, ah, I'm only going to miss a few days. Like, I'll come back and do the same shit. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah, and, and people are on their toes because, you know, they the developer also made it a point that they're not going to go out and say, hey, this is what the exploit was. No, like, they're not trying to, you know, have the people advertise that were cheating. It. Yeah, they're not trying to advertise it. They're not trying to have, like, people now being careful about what they're doing no just don't cheat right exactly exactly don't be a dick yep that's it's a good life lesson kids yeah so next up uh let's talk about platinum games platinum games has started a kickstarter mm. for wonderful 101 mm-hmm. and did a really great job with this kickstarter so yeah um let's see i think at this point the kickstarter has like well past a million dollars yeah yeah so can we just talk really quickly about like that initial tier like we uh, that first tier was for the switch version at what Mm -hmm. fifty thousand, right yeah next next tier it's two hundred and fifty thousand. it's a big jump that's a big that's five times what the initial tier was it's a huge jump um, to, to me, this whole thing is interesting because Platinum Games, you know, they bought in uh, with, um, with Tencent. So they were looking for buyers. They went in with Tencent. And so, like, they have some cushion. They have some security now, as it were. Um, I'm not gonna act like I, I'm privy to their financial situation. I'm not, uh, totally. Uh, but one would think that something like this is, not necessarily super difficult um, to do. Um, I, I I don't know how much of that cost, if, if like for the Switch version specifically, is like going just directly into the Switch version. I I don't know if that's. I don't imagine that as a one to one. Like, oh, it's gonna cost fifty thousand dollars. Well, no, because Nintendo still owns the license. Right. So right. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they're helping out a little bit with that. Right. I just wonder if it's like another Shinmu 3 situation with Yu Suzuki and, you know, how the Kickstarter was created because he wanted to make Shinmu 3, had to convince investors that it would be worth, uh, giving a shit. So basically to convince Sony to, to buy into him, uh, he created this Kickstarter saying, hey, look at all these people who are super stoked about Shinmu 3. And they go, and Sony goes, oh yeah, alright, great. Like, you've reached the limit and gone far and beyond. Yeah, cool. People will buy this potentially. So, um, yeah, we'll fund your game. Um, 
because he can't make an entire game off of the money that he made off the Kickstarter. It's just not, it's just not possible. Um, not, not to the extent that he was wanting to do. So, you know, is it this, is that the same thing here? I, I don't know if it's quite the same thing, but I do think it's interesting that this third party, um, who presumably doesn't need to go this route, does it this way. Um, like kind of what the behind the scenes of that even looks like like what the idea behind that is and is it possible that we see other you know it could sega put out a jet set radio kickstarter to port that game to current gen or next gen consoles i don't see why not yeah i would i I would do it because i'm a i'm a moron and like i (laughs) i love that series and i really would kill to, to to port that to have that thing ported but um i i i don't know it it feels i don't know it, it might be a little presumptuous of me but it just it just feels a little exploitative just a little bit i don't know that that much of a jump between the steam and ps4 versions as well just kind of has me like what what's the jump between the steam and ps4 version um the oh excuse me i'm sorry the nintendo this jump between the Nintendo and oh, okay. the Steam and PS4. Yeah, because the okay. Nintendo was 50,000, Steam was 250, and then PS4 was 500. Okay. Yeah. So it's just such a large gap as well. And again, I might be getting just too hung up on the numbers there, but, um, I don't know, man. Also, the Wonderful 101 was like on Nintendo hardware. Um, I'm sure the infrastructure is different from the Wii U to the Switch, but, um, you know, again, you make a good point about Nintendo owning that license already, so maybe it's just less because of that. Um, I, I don't know. And also, good on Nintendo for saying, "Hey, like, even though this is a Nintendo license, we'll play nice." Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, we're not seeing a Xbox version. No, we're not. No, we're not. Which is interesting because I, I mean. Platinum has a pretty decent history with Xbox. I mean, Scalebound notwithstanding, like I think mm. they, you know, a bunch of their stuff, uh, Bayonetta, uh, One, um, Vanquish, uh, Near, like a bunch of their stuff is. Oh wait, yeah, Near's Platinum. Um, yeah, like a bunch of their stuff just comes out for, um, you know, though, you know, Xbox as well. So. But they also have a tight relationship with Nintendo, like with Astral Chain mm-hmm. um, coming out in Bayonetta 2 and 3. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Interesting times ahead for sure. But that's definitely something I want to keep my eye on with these these Kickstarters. Yeah, man. I, it, listen, after seeing how wildly successful this was, don't be surprised if we get another one for, like, you know, Beautiful Joe. If we see one for Jet Set Radio. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, the sky's the limit at that point. Oh yeah, it's a little scary to me just because <laughs> I just just because I think about things like that and and of course like you and I were kind of discussing off off uh mic like everything doesn't have to be like some precedent for for doom and gloom on on something else but yeah. you know I I can't help but like try to find certain patterns and things like that um and especially when there's no discernible reason for situations like this. But again, I could be See, completely misreading. So. I, I feel like it's, I feel like once a big company like EA does this, that's when every, that's when the doom and gloom is going to happen. That's when people are going to be up in arms because I could totally see them doing this with like a franchise like, uh, Dead Space. 
or something like that. Like I'd I'd pay for a Dead Space remaster. Like I'd love for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, the, and that's that's interesting, right? The narrative does change if the company itself changes. If people, you know, people like platinum generally, and so. Mm-hmm. If they're doing it, they're going to suffer much less, much less backlash than if, you know, like you said, EA does it. That's a pretty good point. Uh, yeah. So, and once again, you know, well, this is ongoing. Sto- I feel like this is an ongoing story. We'll definitely talk about this down the road. Um, but what I also want to ask you guys in the comments, what would you like to see uh, become a Kickstarter to bring back? Like, what's your Kickstart game of choice? I really want to know. Put it in the comments. So we'll go ahead and wrap it up this week with uh, our last story. Uh, so Sony has put out a survey and people are starting to report on this survey. Uh, this survey asked a question about remote play. And what's interesting is they are asking would they like, would they want us to see PlayStation remote play on the switch? Hmm. That's some wild stuff right there. Yeah, you know, they had remote play at one time. You know, it was called the Vita, but, you know, they <laughs> took that Too to, the, yeah, they took that to the, the back of the barn and shot it in the head. Um, it was funny. I dusted off my Vita the other day. Where is it? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I have to redust it off. Hold on. You... <laughs> yeah, here it goes right there. Fingerprints uh, and all. Yeah, it only took uh, the mere hours for dust to reaccumulate. <laughs> um, oh, this fun. oh, snap, it is. Well, I'm curious what you played on it or tried to play on it. Oh, Chrono Trigger. Oh, oh. But did they come out with like a, a <laughs> an actual port of that for me? Yeah. It, well, it was a port of the PlayStation 1 version. Okay. Okay. Yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah, weird, um, weird game to jump onto, but um, I think no, I I was about to jump into Persona Four Golden, oh, but I was like, I was like, yo, that's man, that's a whole rabbit hole right there. Yeah, that's a hundred hours just yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, hey, yo, oh, look at that Chrono Trigger. Let me jump into that. Play like fifteen minutes, and I was like, yeah, this is cool, and then shut it off. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think I think most people did that with their Vita, to be honest. Um, oh man, damn! So, <laughs> All these shots were taken. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's cool, right? I mean the Sony. I think Sony would be smart to do something like this. Microsoft's already beating them to the punch in a lot of ways uh, with offering maybe not necessarily remote play or form of that on the Switch directly, but like you know, cross play and um, you know, displaying like what friends list or leaderboards or stats or some something on some of these games, I think uh I forgot the game. There's a game or two that offers like Xbox Live compatibility. Um I don't know what it is on the top of my head, but Oh, um Castle Crashers, right? Uh, it might be Castle Crashers, something like that. Um, and, and and that's cool. That's really really neat. And I think as as the next gen approaches, we may see. I, I would definitely buy that we see something like that closer to when Microsoft is launching because I think their play anywhere. And of course, this isn't a new idea. We've we've been talking about this. The, the gaming media professionals have been talking about this forever. But you know, play anywhere is the next initiative for Microsoft. That's the biggest one. Phil Spencer was just out there this week talking about this. Um, I think Switch is the 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 purveyor of play anywhere. I think of just hardware wise. 
So like, why not go after them, right? That why not? Um, Sony kind of testing those waters. Smart move. I think first and foremost, PlayStation now definitely needs a rebranding. They need a rebrand oh, of some yeah. sort. Heavy. Um, they need a rebrand, a reboot entirely, change up just everything that the, the, from the price structure to the amount of games that you're offering to, to just every, every day, even the messaging of it, I think just needs to be rebooted. So, uh, I think maybe that may come with PlayStation 5. We don't know. We don't know anything right now. There was a, a story earlier this week about how Sony opened up a website saying, and I guess this is a good opportunity for me to, to offer a mea culpa to everyone that I may have, I may be wrong about the February thing. I've been saying that for months now, but mm. I may be wrong about the media event happening because they opened that website saying that, Hey, we're going to give you information. Be patient, basically. And the fact that they released that like at the beginning of February just maybe indicates that it may not be coming as quickly as as I thought it would be. Um must be some bullshit like March 1st or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll uh oh god, please no. I'll I'll be out of the country and not I will not have access to internet at that time or at least not much. So Damn. God, please, like imagine imagine you coming back into the country with the flood of texts. Yo, the oh my PS5 god. is here. <laughs> yeah, my phone will be blown up. Um for sure, man. Uh, damn you Sony in advance. But yeah, like that's you know, they came out with that on their site, you know, saying that we've got a lot more information to learn. Um and I that could be a part of the plans for sure. Like we could we could see some form of play anywhere. I I don't know if we see it before we see something Microsoft related though, just because well, Microsoft I mean- is that's the plan, though. That's the they they're sort of like playing the waiting game. They're like, all right, we got our stuff right now, but we're gonna see what Microsoft does first. Mm-hmm. But yeah, here's the I, thing. Here's uh, the thing. Here's the plot twist. Microsoft is like, hey, we got our stuff too. We announced it. We put the name out there, but we didn't say anything about a price. Let's see what Sony has to say. Right. So now they're both playing the waiting game. None of the systems come out. <laughs> it's just all been big one, all one big ruse, I suppose. Um, I, I, I do wonder what, I guess what Nintendo would get out of it is that people would buy their console to do, to use remote play. Like that would be the, the net profit for them. Um, you'd be, you know, because I don't think that we're going to be seeing Mario on a Sony or Microsoft system. Um, nah. and anytime soon or if ever so uh, we never say know. never we have mario on the phone we have mario kart on the phone yeah sure yeah sure sure you know sure i can't really argue too much about that we do and I guess you could play those things on Microsoft devices because you can get them on Microsoft phones, can't you? Windows phones? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, do Windows phones not what? exist? You said a, a what? <laughs> oh. Wait, do they really not make Windows phones anymore? <laughs> what kind of phone? I'm sorry. I think hold on. Is my mic my headphones? Hold on. Hold on. Let me fix my headphones. I feel like I'm hallucinating. Like, did they not, did they never have a Windows phone? Wait. What year are you living in, man? Oh my god, that came out 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, man. Oh, Maybe I meant Google no. Pixel. All right, Boomer. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> I'm showing my age. <laughs> oh, man. Um, hey, you know, I recently had a birthday, and I, you know, I'm getting older. All right. My bones are starting to creak. My memory is just, it's not what it used to be. Um, good Lord. Uh, yeah, I guess the only way I could have stopped that is if I said something about a Zoom. Oh, my, oh. Um, <laughs> my heart. <laughs> um, Jesus. Uh, yeah, so not Windows Phone. Maybe Google Pixel is what, what we really want to say. There we go. Um, something with an Android OS. How about that? Yeah, cause, cause everyone hates Apple, apparently. Uh, right. Um, at least, at least on the gaming side, like, my heart hurts because I was trying to, like, I found out that I, I might be able to run the GeForce experience. I was like, all right, cool. Where's the app on the App Store? Huh. I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Apple's fine. Apple's fine. That's a whole other thing. We, we'll have to get into that later. But, um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Do you really think that you would see a Play Anywhere initiative on a Nintendo system before uh, Microsoft, like through Sony first. Do you really think that like that? Oh, who's be... gonna do it between Sony and Microsoft? I see Microsoft yeah. doing it first. Yeah, yeah. Sony, Sony is they're, they're they're too reactionary. They think that since they you know they they technically won last generation uh, through sales that they they're in a safe place. All right. Remember what happened uh the beginning of the uh what what generation was that? Uh was that six? With seven with uh the PS3 where they thought they were cool, they thought they were the kings. Yeah. Uh. It's just it's so funny because like I I don't even see them really competing any one of these companies competing for the same thing. Like at the end of the day it's all silly because they all want different pieces of that pie. Like I don't see any single one of them wanting to take the others thrown in the same manner. I just don't think they care about the same shit. They they all have different end games, I guess. They yeah. all have like they, they they have their vision for what they want to do with a company. It's all different. Yeah. Like so when you say Sony is reactionary, like I see why you say that, but for me it's like if I'm Sony, I'm not really even thinking about like, oh, what are the ways we could take down Microsoft? Like we're they're off doing God knows what, like, they're, they're off doing something not what we're doing, basically. They, they're worried about their ecosystem right now. Their games. Or they, they're, they're the games that they create. They do not care about the box. They care about the system. Like, or the, the, the way that you play the game. As long as you're paying for the game, they don't care if you play it on PC, Xbox, Windows Phone, <laughs> or any of that. Like, they don't care about any of it. Um, Sony wants you to they explicitly want you to buy their box. That is the money maker. Is their their console? Um, they're not really in other places, which is why they're offering you know Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. Like they're they're going to start exploring these PC options because they're not really bringing in additional revenue anywhere else. I mean they're they've got their box and their PlayStation Gold subscription. That's pretty much it. Um, you know, Microsoft has expanded their ecosystem. Nintendo has has their single e- – well, the as, at least as far as the hardware space, they have versatility because you can take their console anywhere. So 
I, I think that this makes sense for Sony for sure. Um, and, and I don't really know they're, they're not really in competition any, with each other like they were maybe this past gen. Yeah, it's gonna. Be, I mean, I'm excited for the end of this year just to see these new consoles, just to see how how just the medium just moves forward because every generation that we get, like, there's some sort of shift in like what takes over. So, um, you know, the the rise of online gaming, the rise of game subscriptions, um, yeah, the digital marketplace, digital marketplace. So, you know, I'm excited. I wonder what this this generation is gonna bring us. Yeah. For sure. All right. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode with just like a, I want you guys to sort of like kick back, relax. Once again, this is episode 50 of Should I Play That with your host, Chris Rod. And 50 episodes later, we are here with you guys. Um, and we appreciate it. Like we, we're enjoying this ride and this is just the beginning. Uh, 50, 50 episodes ago, technically 51, um, you know, we, we decided to jump back into the whole podcasting thing. You know, everybody and their mama has a podcast now. So why not, you know, jump back into what we love and, you know, like just have fun with it and, you know, turn this hobby hopefully into like something bigger. Um, you know, I have like a sort of like a roadmap of like what I want this to turn into, but this is still like, you know, we're still at, you know, the very beginning. We're still, you know, uh, we're still learning. So, uh, when it comes down to, uh, like interacting with the community, like we, you know, we want to open that up some more. Um, so, you know, having like a discord for, should I play that? That's down the road. Uh, actually right, right around the corner. Um, you know, uh, a couple months ago, well, not a couple months ago, technically a month ago, uh, we now we're on YouTube every week. So, uh, you know, our audio listeners, if, hey, if you want to see this handsome mug in, like, you know, in the flesh, we're on YouTube. Um, right now I'm working on the Dragon Ball, uh, Kakarot review. So, you know, people ask, hey, you know, Chris, should I play that? I'm like, well, yeah, uh, you should play, you know, this game but they're like yo where are the reviews i'm like it's in the podcast but people want like you know specific reviews on specific games so right. um i feel like you know the review is written um is more or less like trying to find the right rating system of like how we're gonna rate games because to me that's important because a lot of people take that stuff like super seriously um I know for some people, like, the score makes or breaks a game. But for us, I think the, the key is that we, we want to let you know, like, what the game really means to us. It's not just a score. It's, right. yeah, we want to go more in depth with that. And that's what people like. That's what I've heard, you know, feedback wise for the show is that they love that we do that. We just, we just don't throw out scores and say, Hey, this is what it is. Right. We give you a reason on why we feel that you should or should not play a certain game. So, yeah. and even then, um, I, what I like doing is I like saying, Hey, you know, you should play this if you like this type of game. But if you're like me and you don't like this type of game, then probably you should pass or wait until it's on sale. So, um, right now, like that's the, that's the hard part is trying to figure out the right way of 
doing this. So, you know, you know, bear, bear, bear with us over the next couple of reviews. You may see some of the formats change. Uh, hopefully within like a couple of reviews, we'll start, you know, honing in on like our official way of doing it. But like right now, I'm just letting you know now it's just like a testing period. Like it's, we want to see what works well in the comments. Let us know what you guys like, what, uh, you know, what you want to see from the reviews and we'll adjust to it. Like this is, you know, this is us, you know, we we're, we're getting, gathering our thoughts and we're doing this to, you know, interact with you guys. This is for you guys. Uh, we just want to make sure that we're, we're putting out like a, a really good product. Absolutely. Uh, putting out a really good product and, and having fun in the process. Cause if we're not having fun, you're probably not having fun either. Yeah. So yeah. So reviews check down the road actually right around the corner uh we have uh like i said the youtube channels up um streaming i'm i i have caught the the bug of streaming like i've been over the past like month i've been like in contact with streamers we've had them on the show uh shout out to data dave uh a couple episodes ago shout out to uh mike uh he's on twitch um who else? Uh, I think it was the two streamers we've had on. Um, yeah. Down the road, I've already, you know, sort of, you know, on, on our social medias talked to, you know, the Gamers Haven. You know, I, I rocked this shirt in another episode. I was like, yo, crossover alert. We may see this in the future. And of course, when the talks now, they'll be on an episode pretty soon. Um, just, I think I'm talking to a couple of other streamers right now that, you know, want to be on. Uh, I'm excited. So yeah, I, I do have to say, man, like the guests, I know it's just us today and you know, we've had guests, I want to say almost back to back to back. Um, mm-hmm. so you know, it's been really exciting and that's one of the things that I'm personally most proud of is that, um, everyone that's been on has, I felt like, you know, they felt like they've had a good time and you know, I've had a good time talking to them and everyone has, um, been super super comfortable and i really really love that everybody has contributed so much to the show um and i really love that the show is us but it's also a part of our guest dna as well and i really like that yeah so um you know if you stream if you're part of the gaming industry um and that's like you know if you make games if you sell games any type of like input that you want to give Reach out to us. Like, we'd love to have you on, uh, get your insight on things. Um, you know, that's another, uh, uh, milestone I want to have. I want to have, like, some game developers on the show. Um, oh man, it's me. I mean, I'm, I'm just getting really, I'm having chills right now just thinking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, when are we going to get, uh, Neil Druckmann on the show? Hey, <laughs> let's, you're laughing. Let's go ahead and do it. Um, so yeah, so just, I'll be reaching out a lot more and sort of like what I was saying, like just being in the whole like realm of like just with streamers now, interacting with them. I'm on Twitch, like in Twitch chats, uh, Twitch chats more often. I've been, you know, in people's chats over like the last couple of weeks. Um, shout out to, um, Super Punch. Super Punch is a, uh, E-League show that is airing on TBS. Um, on Fridays, but you could catch Super Punch, and this is this isn't like a paid plug. I just I actually like this show. It's really cool. Super Punch on Twitch um, every night, Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m. is essentially just like a talk show, a live talk show on Twitch. 
you know, you could talk in the chat. If they, you know, if what you're saying makes sense on to like what they're talking about, they'll, you know, they'll show up on the screen. The host will uh, acknowledge it. And it's, it's, it's like a mixture of a regular like Twitch stream, like a, like a, uh, what's it called? Just chat or let's mm-hmm. chat um, with a late night talk show. So um, shout out to the, uh, the Twitch host, Ify. Um, I was uh, in the chat for the first episode. Um, and actually after we d- were done recording this, I'm going to jump into uh, tonight's stream just to, you know, talk to the guys. Um, and like, that's what I love about the stuff. It's just like you, you're jumping into a stream and like interacting with people, interacting with the hosts. And right. it's a, it's a cool experience. Um, uh, JD, you know, run DJ run JD with spoon. Uh, you know, he's a host on the main show on TBS um with uh alex correa and kelly nugent they're uh they're like the the main three on like the tv tv version of the show Mm -hmm. but uh iffy he's the uh host on the twitch side and i feel like just all their personalities are like really cool like they're all like like people 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 persons like like they're it's it's fun interacting with them it's it's fun talking to them and Mm -hmm. uh hopefully maybe at some point we can have some of them on the show. So that's a shout out to if any of them are listening or if anyone that works with them can shout us out. That'd be great. But, um, yeah, like, uh, speaking about that's like the whole tangent that I went on streaming guys. Um, at some point I will figure out what's the best day logistics logistically that I could run a stream because I want to do that again. Um, you know, over the past last, well, I think it was last spring, we did streams, what felt like, you know, one or two streams a week. Uh, we did a bunch of Smash streams. Yeah, you were uh, one, yeah I want to bring that back. I want to, uh, bring back some, you know, some quick looks. I did a couple with like Dragon Ball Heroes and I was like, yo, that broke my heart playing that game. <laughs> oh man. Um, just, you know, just getting like the, the, the raw, uh experience of like me playing playing these games it's uh it's it's always fun it's always fun interacting with you guys so uh that like i said ha- just has to, like my schedule's crazy um i just have to figure out what's the best day to like stick to it and do it every week mm-hmm. so uh that's around the corner um but yeah i just wanted to shout out all those guys shout out to everyone that's been on the show shout out like once again to super punch because just watching how they do the stream and just the way they interact with everybody like that once again like just reignited a fire in me and i'm just i'm pumped and motivated to jump back into it yeah so you spent a lot of time talking about like things that are you know kind of in the future kind of shouting out all the guests but i do do want to take a moment to kind of uh Shout you out, Chris, because uh, oh. you're uh, you're you're <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You you're um, obviously this is episode you know fifty now officially. Like we we've been doing this you know every single week, and it's not the easiest thing to do. Um, just because obviously we have lives and full time jobs that you know in other other commitments that we have to kind of um go by and we've kind of readjusted the schedule as needed if if that ever comes up um but all of it is worth it because like you're honestly one of the hardest working people that i know um i've said this to you 
directly, I've said this, like, to other people privately, like, you know, this, there would be no should I play that. Um, in its current form and as, at the height of its game right now, um, if, if it wasn't for you, just like at the head of it, really leading it. So definitely shout out to you, man, for sure. Oh, man. I, yo, you and like another friend of mine, just like, I appreciate that. Like hearing that, it really touches my heart. I feel loved. I really do. Like, and like, it's like, I, I, once again, like I'll, I'll say it again, like just having you here with me, man. Like that's that. I feel like honestly, that's like the biggest difference is having, and this is to anybody that is, you know, they want to do content creation, whether or not be with by themselves or do it with people. Get yourself a rod. Get yourself someone like Rod that is just, you know, he's, you know, he's there for you. He's there to like help steer you in the right direction because a lot of times I'm like, yo, we should do this. And Rod is like, uh, Chris, are you sure? And you're like, I'm like, yo, you're right. I was just playing. I wanted to see if you were listening, but you're right. I, I'm, we're not going to do that. I was just, I was just playing. But it's it's awesome though when when you do have those moments because like we, you know we, you need someone in the in the pack that has like those light bulb moments someone who is that ambitious like you really have gone above and beyond like in terms of um, promotion and in terms of getting people uh, you know getting people on the show as well like you you've been able to like getting people to vibe like just that chemistry read. Um, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard to do, but you've managed to just knock it out of the park each and every single time. And I, I don't know how you do it. You're, you're a complete, you're a complete <laughs> madman for it. And I, and I love it. I love it. You're, you're like the, the best, you know, working partner I could have asked for. So definitely very appreciative of you, sir. And I'm, I'm looking forward to another 50 episodes. Oh, man. Listen, um, Shout out to Gamertag Radio. I don't know if you heard of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're hitting their thousandth. Wow. That's, you know, yeah, thousandth. That's one zero 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 <laughs> episodes. Um, and on their show, they sort of debate whether or not they, they're the longest running gaming podcast. I think, um, I forgot the name of the other podcast that they shout out, but like there's another podcast that's ran longer. But I don't think it has had that many episodes. But, um, you know, a couple of, I guess what's going to be around the time this episode drops, uh, their thousandth episode is going to drop and their guest for that episode is Phil Spencer. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, so, that's really cool. So yeah. So, you know, you say 50, you say 100, I'm thousand. Oh boy! No, I'm shooting for two thousand. Two thousand. Okay. I, I I'm ready to be here till I'm forty. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, imagine episode two thousand. We're plugged into our Oculus six thousands, <laughs> and we're like beamed into a live VR studio audience. Yeah. What a time to be alive, right? Yeah, alive or half alive at that point. Who knows with all these computers hooked up to us? We're all going to be robots at that point. Exactly. It won't matter. (laughs) (laughs) What is existence? But let's go ahead and wrap it up. Let's roll this red carpet onto ourselves. What you got for us, Rodden? 
Thank you so, so much for uh, sticking with us for sure. We looked over um, the past, like, you know, 2019 and it was really, really special. We had a lot of growth, which was, um, I don't want to say surprising. I should say that we expect, we, you know, we expected some at least, but, um, you know, we reached a lot of people. We reached a ton of people and countries, a lot of countries, a lot of countries we reached. And it's very, sometimes it gets really hard to kind of realize like, Oh man, like outside of, you know, these four walls here, like we're actually, like people are actually kind of hearing what what we're saying. Um, so that's really cool. So to everybody who's left us a rating, everybody who's left us a comment, or even anyone who's just checked out like the show, just even for like a minute or two, like, you know, and I know a lot of people have been uh, really checking out the whole thing, which is great. That's really awesome. And I love hearing people um, like, I see, I love seeing people write in. I, I love hearing people like talk to me personally about it, um, which is great. Uh, just thank you, thank you to everybody listening, and uh, let's let's keep let's keep it going. Yeah, so um, you know, cheers to episode fifty. Cheers to the next fifty. Cheers to the next hundred. Next thousand. <laughs> I am excited, guys, and this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of you know the should I play that journey, and I thank you guys. So, um, you know, from the bottom of my heart, from Rod's heart. We thank you. And guys, just, you know, play more video games, enjoy life, drink more water, hug a, hug a loved one. Like, hug somebody. Be, be nice. Don't be a dick. <laughs> and stay. Wait, Rod, you, you had something? Oh, uh, yeah, wise oh. words. Wise, I'm backing you up. Wise words. Oh, Don't oh. be a dick. Love <laughs> I it. I thought you were going to add one. I was like, oh, snap. Rob's about to add one. <laughs> oh, and, and, and back up your devices, guys. Back mm. up your devices. Make sure you have uh, two-factor two uh, author, uh, authorization on your accounts. Uh, don't use dumb passwords. Make sure they're somewhat viable. But with that, guys, peace out. Stay beastly. We'll check you next, we'll, we'll check, check you next week. I'm tongue-tied. <laughs> Peace.